0: off with a nugget this evening, just being good enough, just being good enough is not just being good enough is not an acceptable behavior. And uh, you may see where that kind of goes along with what... uh, we'll look at, look, be looking at tonight. Father, we praise you, just give you thanks, Lord, as we look to your word, we're, at, we're at praising you, we just give you thanks, Lord, that uh, your word will give us excitement, Father God, and with that excitement, Father God, that we will have zeal, Father God, to do that uh, which you've called us to do, Father God, in the precious name of Jesus, amen. People around the world go to church uh, they bow their heads to pray, they hear sermons, but never but many never really grow up spiritually uh, it 's all too common for Christians to assume that these actions will fulfill their Christian obligations, uh, going to church praying and hearing sermons and you 've If we feel that that's our obligation and that doesn't show any spiritual growth. One one needs to reevaluate the methods to which one gauges our spiritual growth. uh, To remove oneself from being stagnant and being a hindrance. So we're going to be looking at uh, some things tonight. There are several indicators that... uh, reveal the quality of our growth. So let's look at some of these indicators. Number one, growing believers should sense a deepening hunger and thirsting for the Lord. There should be a hunger and thirst for the Lord. Uh, He is the bread of life, John chapter 6, 35 says and our desire should be to increase in him so turn with me to the book of Matthew chapter 5 Jesus is speaking here verse 6 it says blessed Matthew 5 and 6 blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness for they shall be from the Amplified, it reads, Blessed and fortunate and happy and spiritually prosperous. In that state in which the born-again child of God enjoys His favor and salvation, are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, uprightness, and right standing with God, for they shall be completely satisfied. Glory to God. Hallelujah! So, sh- there, we need, if we're not hungry and thirsting... Uh, we need to reevaluate what's going on in our life. Uh, if we're not hungering and thirsting like we should be, I would say that uh, uh, we're losing our flame and losing maybe our first love if we're not hungering and thirsting after God. Because this needs to be an ongoing thing, this needs to be developing in us more and more. Um, Having a hunger for God also increases our awareness of sin. When we're hungry hungry for God, all of a sudden we we become aware of sin that's around us or what sin is trying to, the temptation of sin that comes to us. The threat of sin is abandoned as we become secure in the Lord, as we become more and more uh, like Him as we uh, adapt to what the word says, let's go to Romans, uh, Romans chapter 6, looking at verse 14. And Romans 6. And verse 14 tells us, For sin shall have shall not have dominion over, over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace. Uh, from the Amplified, it says, for sin shall not any longer exert dominion over you, since you are not under the law as slaves, but under grace as subjects of God's favor and mercy. So as we become more familiar with the Lord, sin, that those little ankle biters, are not going to drag you away from the Lord uh, as they do when we're not uh, entrenched with the Lord. Uh, Also, and since we're in there, turn, turn a few pages and find Romans chapter eight, verse 37. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that love us. So, sin is not going to have that that hold on us so uh, again we need to have hunger and thirsting after god's word to uh, to know that that we are reaching maturity Um, if we stop hungering and thirsting means we are falling back Um, in the christian world it's either forward backward there is no limbo you don't stay in one place you start you just we fall back and we should not be falling back we it says we go from glory to glory not glory then fall down a a step or two and then you know you've heard that Uh, go uh, one step forward two steps back that's not what the Lord is telling us okay second thing that, uh, that we need an uh, indicator is the word. So turn with me to Matthew chapter 4. Jesus, again, speaking in Matthew chapter 4, looking at verse 4. He says, It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God uh, from the Amplified it has been written, man shall not live and be upheld and sustained by bread alone, but by every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. And that's that was a quote from Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse uh, 3, that man shall not live by bread alone, but by the word. So um, if we're not looking at the word, not reading the word like we should, uh, you know, I mean, when we're, (laughs) I hate them. When we're tired, here we go again. When we're tired, we should not be trying to read the word because it's, uh, for me, if if I'm tired, I don't even get past the two sentences or a a verse and I'm out. Uh, So I've got to read the word when I'm awake, when I'm fresh, So I need that word. I mean, it's uh, when you're hungry for food, you go out and eat and it it gives you the energy. When when we have spiritual food, it gives us energy to do God's word, uh, God's work in our lives. So we need to get with the work. Uh, Let's uh, turn now to the book of Job. We're going to be looking at a a few of these different places. In the book of Job, chapter 32, pardon me, chapter 23. Job chapter 23. Job uh, verse 12 reads, Neither have I gone back from the commandments of his lips, I have esteemed the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. And from the Amplified it reads, I have, gone, I have not gone back from the commandment of his word, lips. I have esteemed and treasured the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. So we need the word. It's, it's more important than the word will energize us to do the right thing than regular food. Because if you have the word in your life, you can promote the other things in life. You can, you can use the word to your benefit, to our benefit. Uh, Jer- uh, Book of Jeremiah, chapter 15 this time. In Jeremiah chapter 15... Look at this one. Jeremiah 15, verse 16. Thy words were found, and I did eat them. And thy word was unto me the joy and rejoicing of my heart. For I am called by thy name, O Lord God of hosts. Wow. How many of us can say that? How many Christians can say that? I found the word and I did eat them. I... We need to be hungering and thirsting after God's word. It's a joy and rejoicing of my heart. And I'm called by thy name. Wow. Uh, You know, far too, far too many Christians uh, are not enjoying the word as we should. 1 Peter chapter 2. 1st Peter chapter 2 From 1st uh, Peter chapter 2 verse 2 as newborn babes desire the sin- sin- sincere milk of the word that ye may grow thereby from the amplified like newborn babes you should crave thirst for earnestly desire the pure unadulterated spiritual milk That by it you may be nurtured and grow unto complete salvation, or I would say complete maturity. We need the word. The word is essential for spiritual growth. Um, Without the word, we we do not know who God is. We don't know His personality. We don't know His characteristics. So, uh, we're fearful of God. Um, It would be impossible to know his likes and dislikes without the word. I mean, you you might, you know, well, think uh, think about when you were in the world, and then you got saved, and you started reading the word, and all of a sudden, ooh, he doesn't like this. God doesn't like but doesn't like me doing this. And uh oftentimes uh, we kind of ignore that, we reject it, and we kind of say, "Well, you know, I'm an individual, you know, God God, you've heard this one. God knows my heart." <laughs> yeah, he knows it's 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 not good. We need to change. You know, but uh unfortunately, uh Until we know what the Word says, we're not going to make any improvements in our life. Okay. Okay. Uh, The third thing we need to do is pray. Prayer. We already mentioned that at at the very beginning. Prayer is an open communication with God. uh, With the ability to develop intimate relationship with God. Um, Let's go to the book of Luke, chapter 11. That's Luke chapter 11. Look what the disciples say. Luke chapter 11, verse 1. And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. Um, from the Amplified, then he was praying in a certain place, and when he stopped, one of the disciples said of him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. So, prayers is something that uh, we need to do. With, like I said, it's a communication with God. And, uh, and the disciples, teach me how to pray. Of course, you hang, you, if you hang around with somebody f- for any length of time, you get to know their their qualifications and so forth or their bad things, you know. How many have ever been with somebody that was up and up and all of a sudden they had an opportunity to go crooked and they they did? Nobody. I'll give you experience. One. We, uh, we, were, we were living in Chicago at the time. We are short kids. I was short and uh, had a couple of friends. <laughs> he said, let's go to, the, go to the candy shop. OK, we got a couple pennies. At that time, you could, you could buy something for a couple. And uh, the, the, kid, the other two said, go ahead and buy something. And we're going to go over here and get some stuff and put in our pockets. <laughs> So I mean, you thought they were doing right, but then all of a sudden, you know. uh, Luckily, the store owner says, "Okay, you two guys, all three of you guys get out of here. You bought that candy, that's all you're going to get. You know. uh, I guess he saw kids like us coming in all the time. (laughs) But you know. uh, you think people are up and up, and then all of a sudden you find out, hey, they're trying to get something. Sometimes they'll use you for, you know, things. So uh, until we know who God is, and we need to understand who he is, and, and prayer, when we pray to him, we get intimate, and he begins to talk to us. And uh, we find out even more about him. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, In Matthew chapter 21. Jesus is speaking again in in verse 13. And he said unto him, It is written, My house shall be called a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. So God's house is a house of prayer. So prayer should be... uh, uh, Part of the service, so to speak. It needs, and we need to have prayer going in our lives also. Uh, In Acts chapter 6, we're having going all over the place. Acts chapter 6. There we go. Acts chapter 6, looking at verse 4. But we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to minister and, and to the ministry of the word. Uh, verse four from the Amplified, we will continue to develop or devote ourselves steadfastly to prayer and the ministry of the word. So prayer is needed uh, to find out what God wants us to do, uh, to, to listen to him um, and to bring perfection into our lives. Uh, First Corinthians chapter seven goes on and tells us, uh, this is something that, uh, first Corinthians seven, verse five, there's blessings back there going on, okay. Verse five from uh, first Corinthians seven, five. Defraud not one another, except it be in consent for a time that you may uh, give yourselves to fasting and prayer. So fast, fasting and prayer is, uh, is brought out here. So oh, This is talking about one other thing, but we need, there needs to be prayer in our lives. Okay, glory to God. Matthew, let's go back to Matthew chapter uh, 21. In Matthew chapter 21, Look at verse 22. Jesus again is speaking. And all things whatsoever you shall ask in prayer, believing you shall receive. So, if we're not getting anything, we're not praying. Uh Uh-oh. And here's one that we look at quite a bit also. In the book of James, chapter 5, verse 16 says... 5 verse 16 confess your faults one to another and pray for one another that you may be healed the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man or woman avails much so prayer if we're praying we will get a lot of things accomplished and with two or three are to gathered together you can put a thousand to flight and ten thousand to run you know so we we it's it's prayer that we need to come together with you know I mean it's good to pray on your own we do that but sometimes it's good to prayer corporately, and and so what they call bring the house down okay uh, fourth thing that we need to do as believers i gotta hurry uh, believers uh are to uh, dwell closely to god oh pardon me. believers dwelling close close to god will notice that they're Deserment of sin sharpens. So as we, we uh, uh, become close to God, we have a discernment of sin. Or should have a discernment of sin. False teaching and thinking becomes more obvious as we accumulate truth in our spirits. And that's where Acts 17.11 comes in. Uh, we will challenge who, whoever's talking and find out if those things be not as as though they were as as the word is speaking. And so we need to have that always before us. And Proverbs chapter 1, in Proverbs chapter 1, it goes on to tell us. Proverbs 1, verse 5. A wise man will hear and increase learning. And a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsel. So um, having godly counsel, we we will have wisdom. Glory to God. Uh, And Philippians 4 and 8, we already know that one. So, well, we'll turn there anyway. And finally, what brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. That's being close to God. We become proficient in the things of God. I would, would love to say that, uh, that I fall into to all that category, but... Uh, there are areas where uh, there's some rust that needs to be uh, removed. Okay. Um, I ain't going to go any further. <laughs> <laughs> Number five, our sphere of love. Love's the next thing. Sphere of love should continually expand. Uh, Return with me to John, the book of John. We're going to the book of John, chapter 15. Look at verse 12, John 15, 12. This is my commandment, Jesus speaking, that ye love one another as I have loved you. So we have to have love functioning uh, to bring ourselves into maturity. Uh, Verse 17 goes on to say, These things I command you that ye love one another. Uh, Sometimes that's difficult. You don't know what my brother and sister did, you know. They gossiped about me, and I just don't put up with that. I'll tell them face-to-face, I'll, you know, we get angry about it. Uh, Hey, we have to learn to forgive. Hello. Uh, Romans chapter, let's go to, to Romans chapter 13 now. Romans 13, looking at verse 9, we'll read the whole thing, but it's the very end part that we want to look at. For for this thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, thou shalt not covet, and if there be any other commandment. It is briefly comprehended in this saying, namely, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Uh, There's not too many of us that will take a beating or beat ourselves. I'll put it that way. I don't like hitting myself or cutting myself. You know. Let's go to the book of Galatians now. Galatians chapter 5. Look at verse 13. For brethren, it's Galatians 5, 13. For brethren, ye have been called unto liberty. Only use not that liberty for... For an occasion to the flesh, but by love serve one another. Serve one another. Verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, and faith, meekness, temperance against such. There is no law. Glory to God. So, love. We need to love. First uh, John. Towards the end of the Bible. 1 John chapter 4 oops 4 verse 12 1 John 4:12 no man has seen God at any time if we love one another God dwells in us but his love is perfected in us glory to God and also to verse 18 there is no fear in love but perfect Love cast out fear, because fear that torments he that feareth is not made perfect in love. So we need to have love flowing uh, among us. And of course, uh, you have the love chapter, which is First Corinthians chapter 13. Uh, how we need to uh, have love, and it says, love... Faith, hope, and love abideth in the greatest is love. So we need to have love. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, we hear the scriptures, we read the scriptures, but sometimes we don't act the scriptures. Um, um, Especially when when someone crosses you, you you feel that you were crossed. Um we We become offended, and uh, uh, we uh, have to make our, make ourselves uh, or justify ourselves and, and when we justify ourselves we're, we're not uh, acting out in love, so we need to do that love our sphere of love should continue to expand love gives. Victory love gives birth to victory. I should put it that way. Um, love enables us to care for people who previously were either unnoticed or difficult to be to be accepted um, I think of some of the uh, Homeless people we have out there. Some, some, some guys are seem to be difficult to love. I mean, um, but we have to show show them the love of, of God. Okay, that was number five. Number six, going to Matthew chapter six. <clears throat> These are uh, reaching for maturity. Number 6 uh, we need to offer forgiveness forgiveness Matthew 6:14 For if you forgive men their trespasses your heavenly father will also forgive you Matthew chapter 18 we'll look at this one Oops. And uh, Matthew 18, uh, starting with verse 21, Then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how oft shall my my brother sin against me, and I forgive him till seven times? And Jesus said unto him, I say unto thee, until seven times seven, but until seventy times seven. And then uh, from verses 23 to um, 35, uh, we see the parable of the unforgiving servant. And uh, we need to learn to forgive. Uh, Reading that uh, is an eye-opener. That when we hold things against people, it uh, is not good for us. Mark, let's go to uh, the book of Mark, because we are behind here. Mark 11 is something we read quite often, but we'll look at it again. Mark 11, verse 25. And when you stand praying, there you go. We, want, we said prayer is something we need to do. Forgive if ye have ought against any that your Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your sins. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father, which is in heaven, forgive your trespass. That's, that's heavy. Uh, <laughs> makes you want to bite your tongue. <laughs> And in Romans chapter 12, in Romans chapter 12. look at verse 14, Romans 12:14, "Bless them which persecute you. Bless and not curse. Whoa that is difficult (laughs) forgiving man is a condition that needs to be done because if we don't forgive our fellow man we don't get forgiven by god And that's such a small thing, really. I mean, say, I'm sorry. I've, or, um, it's all right. Just forget it. But oftentimes, we, we, we carry a grudge. Uh, when you carry a grudge, you you, you lock yourself up. You, you torment yourself. We, you we can't do that. We need to learn to... Forgive. Okay. Number seven. We're getting close to the end. We have to have a desire to obey. Have a desire to obey. Obedience to God's word. Psalms 119. Psalms 119. And looking at verse 140. Thy word. That's Psalms 119. Verse one forty, thy word is very pure; therefore, thy servant loves it. We need to be obedient to the word. Psalms one nineteen again, back back, dropping back to verse ninety seven. Oh how see oh how I love thy law; it is my meditation all the day. From the Amplified, oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all the day. So we need to meditate on God's word, be obedient, desire to follow through on what he's called us to do. Um, And uh, let's go to. uh, What happened here? Oops. Oops. Psalm 119, I'm sorry. I made a mistake. Psalms 119 verse 110. The wicked have laid a snare for me, yet I do not stray from your precepts. Obeying the God, obeying God's word. Verse 165. I got, I'm jumping around here quite a bit. Great is thy peace. Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. Wow, obeying God's word. Nothing shall o- offend us. Uh, you know, nothing shall offend us. If I listen to the news, which I do, I become very, I become very offended because I see what they're doing to this president who is wanting to do so much for our country, to bring it back. And I get, I become offended. I, I'm not gonna go there. I'm not gonna tell you what a deal One of those negative (laughs) words come out. Uh, Verse 167 My soul hath kept thy testimonies. I love them exceedingly. Glory to God. As we mature, our faith will increase. As we read the word, as we obey his word, our our faith increases. Number eight Worship and thanksgiving. Worship and thanksgiving. Psalms 122. Psalms 122, verse 1. I was glad. Verse 1, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Wow, oh. I can remember a few times in the past when. mature level was not too good and somebody said let's go to church uh, forget it I don't want to go <laughs> hey because I was more interested in something else at the time uh, and we can't force people to go to church but you can at least share with them the goodness of the Lord that they you might have to plant a seed or you might sow a seed uh, or maybe even reap a harvest by leading someone to know have thanksgiving. Okay. Psalms 26, looking at verse 8 this time. Lord, I have loved the, the habitation of thy house and the place where thy honor dwelleth. Glory to God. And God dwells in the, in the, the presence of, of his children. There's an atmosphere there. Psalms 84. It's in Psalms 84, looking at verse 10. For a day in thy courts is better than a thousand. I have rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of the wicked. So there it is. Thanksgiving, yeah? Wow! in the house of the Lord God dwells in an atmosphere of praise uh, okay. I've got a whole page here we'll try to get to a few of these um, pra- the practice of worshiping and praise unto the Lord you go to look at Psalms 150 Psalms 149, Psalms 148, and Psalms 147. Uh, Again, God inhabits the praises of of his people as found in Psalms 22, verse 3. Uh, There are eight powerful things that uh, take place when you praise God. Uh, Praise gets your focus off yourself and back onto God. Psalms 35 and 28. So when we're praising, praising God, our focus is not on ourselves. But oftentimes, um, when we become obstinate and rejecting, we just, oh, just stand there, I ain't going to praise God for anything, you know. But it says if we'll put our focus on, put our focus on Him, it'll, things go, will go well with us, okay? Praise brings us back to a place of humility. That's Psalms 35 and verse 18. That's Psalms 35 and 18. Uh, you, you see who you are and, and who God is, and it uh, gives you a place where you need to. Uh, praise makes the enemy flee. You know We know that in 2 uh, Chronicles chapter 20 and verse 22. Uh, they praised God, and the enemy was defeated uh, praise leaves no room f- for being negative. Psalms 103, verses three and four. When you praise God, there's no place for neg- being negative. Uh, praise makes room for God's blessing in our lives. Ephesians chapter one, verse three. Blessing in our lives, okay? Praise. Invites His presence, God's presence. Again, again, Psalms 22 and 3 and 1 Peter 2 and 9. He says, when, when, when we are praising Him, He's in our midst. Glory to God. I mean, that's great news. Um, our spirits are refreshed in His presence. Psalm 16 and verse 11. And praise opens the door to the supernatural. Acts chapter 16, verses 25 through 26. Okay, number nine. Patience. Psalms 40 and verse 1. Scripture tells of people who possess the gift of patience. Abraham, Joseph, David, and Paul um, left incredible testimonies to God's faithfulness. They committed on waiting on the Lord and as a result God the Father approved and blessed them. They lived in divine favor. Psalms 40 and verse 31 Those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Psalms 25 and 5 Lead me in thy truth I wait all day. Psalms 27 and 14. Wait on the Lord and he shall strengthen thy heart. Now, a lot of these things, you know, we can really uh, strengthen your heart. Wait on the Lord and he'll strengthen your heart. He knows sometimes that we are weakness. Psalms 62 and 5. Wait only upon the Lord and have great expectations from him. Psalms 123, verse 2. Wait upon the Lord until He has mercy upon us. Don't run to a different direction. Proverbs 20, and verse 22. Wait upon the Lord, and He shall save thee. And we come to the final scripture. Hosea, chapter 12, verse 6. It says, wait on... God continually, and you shall be blessed. Rest assured, if we will work on these areas in our lives, our maturity level will soar to new and wonderful heights. From glory to glory, we will be changed. That which God has not, that which God does not, pardon me, that which is God does not pass away, but endures his word, his love, his people, and all who abides in him. We need to live this day seeking and, and following him, his will, his purposes, to bear witness of him in everything we do. So that's acts of maturity. If you were looking for a title or reaching, reaching for maturity, those are areas that uh, we all need to, or at least that I need to develop better in my life, then. I'm hoping that you don't have as many uh, areas into which you have to uh, clear up before the Lord. Okay. It's all sand, we can get out of here before the kids get out. Father, we praise you, just give you thanks Lord that your word does work. I thank the Lord that uh, you gave us a refresher course, Father God. developing our maturity father god so father we praise you just give you thanks lord that your holy spirit father god will remind us father god in those areas father god that we may be lacking or we need better to improve in so father we praise praise you for it and we also ask lord that you give us each a good night's rest for tomorrow's endeavors and father god that we might be a blessing father god to those to whom we come in contact with in jesus name Amen.